All right, friends. Hey, not the usual introduction. It's coming. Don't worry. But this is episode 95. Started this during, I think, the pandemic in 2020. And I'm closing in on 100 episodes. And I'm quitting at 100. I'm going to do 100 episodes. And that's it. I may do some other form of podcasting in the future. These will stay archived. If you are a Patreon, I'm giving you some notice. You can kind of stop that payment every month. There's just a handful of you, but you don't want to pay for old content. But it's been a good ride. And I told my wife the other day, I'm not even irritated anymore. I just have accepted everything that I cannot change. I don't care if I'm on hold for an hour or if everybody's on their cell phones at a green light. I just, I've become a Zen Buddhist. I don't care. Do what you want. I'm not honking at you. I'm not screaming at you. I don't have the energy. (laughs) Maybe that journey came from a hundred, what will be a hundred episodes. But all right, I appreciate all you guys that have listened. And I don't know what I'm going to do these last uh, few episodes after today. I'll have four left. But um, I'll come up with something. So we'll see you down the road in these next four episodes. And I hope, I hope you get a laugh out of them. Later. I'm not mad, I'm just irritated. Well, welcome to the podcast. My name is Bill Flanagan. The name of my podcast is I'm Not Mad, I'm Just Irritated. I'm just irritated, just a tad. No big deal, I'm not angry. I'm not going to bark at you. I just kind of internalize it. I internalize my irritations. Guys, something happened to me yesterday that I just was so pleased, so happy, a little a little glimmer of happiness, a little glee in my day. And, you know, I was eating a bag of potato chips. You know, I was getting to the bottom. You know, everything's crumbs or small pieces, just broken up bits of chips. And they were Lay's, Lay's potato chips, just regular Lay's potato chips. They're the best ones. I like all kinds of chips, but when you need to go back to the basics, you just go get regular Lay's. Anyway, I digress. So I'm eating my bag of Lay's, there's not much, you know, and all of a sudden I find a big whole chip amongst the crumbs and small pieces. You know how excited that made me? It's like, oh, there's a whole big chip, just like, just as if I had just freshly opened the bag and there were a bunch of big chips. That's all it takes. It's not complicated. You know, it's not complicated. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Hey, listen, um, can we talk about what has happened to the price of a Coca-Cola? You know, a a 12 pack of of Coke, of Diet Coke, whatever, of of a regular soft drink is, is like 850, not on sale. I remember when you could get those not that long ago. Yeah, maybe seven years ago, you could get them three for $10. Yeah, $3.33 a 12 pack. Now on sale, 4 dollars 
and that's the best you're gonna get well what's what's increased for coca-cola water I doubt it gas it's probably come down in the last year the little caramel color I don't know they are screwing us folks what what has happened to the price of of just a coke same thing with beer you know it used to be beers unless you got fancy pants I'm just talking about regular beer you know let's just talk about Budweiser or, or Miller Lite or whatever you could get a, a beer was 50 cents a beer if you bought you know a 12 pack or a case so now they're about a dollar everything's doubled everything is doubled uh, it's nuts hey um I can't remember if I told you this last time but here's a little tidbit a little driving tip you're driving down a two it's two lanes your way it's two lanes the other direction and there are stop lights along the way so as you're going down this two-lane road you're gonna have stop lights you have to stop well look up and see what's going on in front of you because if you see a dump truck in the right hand lane get in the left lane you know how long it takes a, a heavy dump truck to get up to speed meanwhile everybody in the left lane is passing the dump truck if you're behind the dump truck you're pissed you got to wait for everybody and then everybody behind the dump truck puts on their blinker to try to get around the dump truck they didn't plan ahead they weren't paying attention it's like I'm not getting behind the dump truck because I'm gonna be last in line getting around the dump truck get over it's not it's just planning ahead a little bit for God's sakes um, I have a theory you know when bald guys take their sunglasses and take them off their nose and they put them up on their head for bald guys that's <laughs> for bald guys that's the new hair I think it's odd because all you're doing is stretching out your sunglasses they're not going to stay up there if you got to run away they're going to jostle around they put them up there to simulate some sort of something that's happening up on the bald head I believe that sunglasses have taken the place of hair on bald guys when they prop them up like that I don't really get it it's, it's not a good look I don't do that do you guys do, do y'all put your sunglasses on top of your head I've never done that I put them in my shirt you know one of the earpieces goes in front of the shirt it hangs there when I go inside somewhere I don't prop them up it ruins them if you have a nice pair of sunglasses it's gonna ruin them I um, have done something I knew so I don't read a lot of books I probably read 20 books a year one every two weeks 20 to 25 books a year and some of them I log on Goodreads and some of them I don't some but there are places where you can go and get art copies advanced reader copies and read books for free you don't have to buy them a physical book you don't have to read them on your Kindle and I know people that do that uh, one of my friends does that 
a lot. So I got on there, uh, this place called NetGalley, N-E-T-G-A-L-L-E-Y, I believe, .com. And I registered. And to be honest, I registered as a member of the media, which isn't a lie. I mean, I've had m many things published on online platforms. I don't really do it anymore. I'm in a phase of, yeah. But anyway, uh, they asked me if I published stuff online, and I, I had. So I, it's the button I clicked in their menu. So I got, I think I've done three books on NetGalley. And they're all, these are all authors I've never heard of. And that's the thing. Um, I have never put my book on NetGalley or any of these other places. Because when you are, because you're supposed to review the book in exchange, an honest review for reading the book for free. And my thing is, I don't want your, your two cents on my book because you didn't pay anything for it. You're not invested in it. There, if you're not going to read the first 25 pages, you're not going to get hooked necessarily. And there are too many people up there that just they're vicious behind the keyboard. I've seen it with some of my friends that publish. Like, I'm not doing it. There's nothing in it for me. There's only the possibility of getting bad reviews that are not worth giving free copies away. So I don't do it. But there are a lot of people that do. So I've... I've read two books on NetGalley, and I just gotta say that they they were bad. And they want you to publish reviews. Well, I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not going to bash somebody's hard work, even if the books are terrible. And this last book I read was terrible. I read the whole thing. So here's the gist. It's a little bit about baseball, which is what attracted me to the book, because I'm, I'm a big baseball fan. So this star pitcher in high school gets in a car wreck and he's banged up. I mean, like permanently not going to be able to be a baseball or football player or athlete at all. But he's going to live a life and there's a love interest and then a, sp <laughs> then a space alien crashes on his little farm that he's living at and it's like a teenager space alien. And so he helps pull the space alien out of the space alien craft. And the dad space alien comes down and takes both of these kids up to the mothership. And he fixes all their, all their injuries. And so the human kid is as good as new, better as new. So now all of a sudden he goes, well, maybe I can play baseball again. So in this book, which it seems like the guy knows very little about baseball. He doesn't even know how to spell City Field where the Mets play. It's two words. It's not one. Um, in his book, the Mets have moved out of New York to Jacksonville, Florida. My God, why would you leave the biggest market in the country for that? Was it the 50th market? Just things that don't make sense. And I could go on about these things that don't make sense, but I'm not going to. All right, so then he decides he's gonna play baseball. And within a few weeks, he's in the major league. So he went from a nobody to, he's hitting two home runs a day in the major leagues and he's a superstar. Well, then they treat him fair, unfairly in a contract dispute in the middle of the season, which never happens. He decides he's gonna play football for the Jets. So he goes and he does that. And then years later, after all his illustrious career, 
the space aliens come back and they want him to um, issue a, a warning on globe, uh, uh, to the humanity on global warming. And then the somehow nuclear bombs start flying and he is whisked away and put on a new earth. It's like, what just happened? That was somebody's idea for a book. So I looked up this guy. I'm not going to say his name. I'm sure he's a nice enough guy. He's written like 10 books, 20 books. Now, none of these books were successful. They're indie books. And if you look online, they might have anywhere between 5 and 20 reviews. You know, that's I don't have much more than that. I think my books have 30-ish reviews. It's hard to get reviews. It's hard to make money on books. But it was god-awful. But I'm not going to go on... The, all right, I know this is not your problem. But as bad as that book is, I'm not going to go bash the dude. He wrote 350 pages of some stupid story. And he loved it, and his family liked it. And I'm just not going to do it. So, I don't know, I'll probably get kicked out of that whole thing. But I read the, I read the whole book. You should be proud of me for reading that because that was not easy. Wasn't easy. Did I tell you about my socks? I think I, I, think I need to tell you about my socks. You know, um, I, I am very torn about telling you about my socks because I am not sure if I told you about my socks last time. But I'm going to tell you again. No, am I? You know what? Let's take a break. Let's get to the uh, thank God for segment. And then I'll decide if I want to tell you about myself. It's important. Thank God sec segment sponsored by Dr. Paul Berg, Scott and White Group, Round Rock, Georgetown. You know what Dr. Paul Berg does? On Friday night, he's done it for over 20 years. He's a sideline doctor on some Texas high school football team. For years, it was Liberty Hill. That's, it's hot out there, folks. I wouldn't want to do it. I wonder if you could be the sideline doctor and just sit in an air-conditioned tent and just say, you know, if, if there's a broken bone sticking out, come get me. Otherwise, it's too hot. It's 105. Dr. Paul Berg, we appreciate you. Thank God for... Free streaming services. You know how many free streaming services there are out there now? You know, we're paying money for HBO Max and Paramount Plus and, oh gosh, Stars and Prime and all that. That's all going to go away. It's all going to go away because of the model. Everything's a subscription model. <clears throat> People are broke. All the money has gone from the bottom to the top. There's nothing left. We need free stuff. So we have Freebie. We have Tubi. We have Pluto. Oh, they're all free. Tubi, dudes. You know how many movies are on Tubi? Shit tons. Do we have to watch a few commercials? Yes. But we grew up doing that. We can, we can go back to it a little bit. It's fine. Get up and go pee during the commercial. That's what we used to do. Uh, I am incredibly impressed at all of the free streaming services that exist out there. And there's a lot more than those three. I've watched so many movies on Tubi this summer. You know, there's nothing coming out with the writer strike, folks. There's no new streaming stuff coming. You're going to have to find old stuff. 
So here's the old stuff that we're currently watching. <clears throat> On HBO Max, which I get free because of my cell phone, AT&T, it comes with a free subscription, which is nice. I, we've been watching West Wing. I never watched it. Started in the year 2000. It's over 20 years old, which is remarkable. And it's good. It's interesting. Good dialogue. It's Aaron Sorkin. You know, he's the guy that wrote A Few Good Men. It's dialogue driven. And then the other thing we've been watching, that's on uh, Prime. And we get that free because Allison subscribes for her business, whatever. I convinced Allison to go back because I've never seen this on reruns or streamed anywhere. Probably because it's old, but L.A. Law. L.A. Law started in 86. Guys, L.A. Law's badass. Is it dated uh, a little bit? Is the theme song fantastic? Yeah. Are the actors great? Yeah. L.A. Law was the first show that I had appointment TV at, whatever they call that. Because we weren't DVRing and no one was smart enough to set up their VHS tape for it. Thursdays at 7 or 8, whenever it came on, I watched it. It was cutting edge at the time, folks. It's back in the Hill Street Blues days and that kind of stuff. Anyway, I'm just telling you, there's a lot of free shit out there. Quit paying for stuff. Screw all that. There's nothing new coming out anyway. Maybe a few things are already in the can. It's not coming. Ditch it. Long live Tubi, Freebie, Pluto, all that. Thank God for it. I'm out. So we're back. I've decided I didn't talk about the socks. Now, normally after Dr. Paul Berg, there's a big finish. Well, that's all relative at the end of the podcast. So I suppose my big finish of this episode, which is episode 95, by the way, is, is about a pair of socks that seems very anticlimactic, but it is what it is. So two years ago in 2021, I went to Red Wing Shoes, which are very expensive but I like them. I don't own any anymore. But you know what I do own that I can afford at Red Wing Shoe Store? The socks. So they have merino wool, heavy duty socks. I'm a sock guy. I like to spend money on good socks. They had to buy two, get one free. And the socks are like 22, 24 bucks for a pair. So I thought I'm gonna do that. So I did. On the little cardboard wrapper that wraps around the pair of socks, they promote these are guaranteed for life. If these, you know, fail in any way, send it back to this address. I go, well, I will be. <laughs> Two years ago, it's like, well, that's going to happen. I've never had merino wool socks that didn't wear through somewhere like butter. They're just too fragile. So I kept that receipt and I kept that little piece of cardboard box in my top dresser drawer and I wore my socks. Not how often did I wear the socks? I know you're on the edge of your seat about my sock story. Well, you're getting it. Shut up. I, I don't know, 50 times, let's say, because I had them for two years. I didn't wear them every day. I didn't wear them in the summer. Let's say I wore them 50 to 75 days because I had three pair. So I rotated all kinds of socks in and out. Well, sure enough, when it got a hole, I was prepared. So I got on their web address. 
and I sent him an email. Um, I need to send these back. I don't think, I know, I think of maybe the address was not on there, but they, on the little cardboard, but anyway, I got on their website and I found it, contact us, emailed them, got a, got a response. We don't do that anymore. What do you mean you don't do it anymore? What do you, what do you mean you don't do it anymore? I'm still living. These are for life. Anyway, she said, well, I'll tell you what, we will do a one-time exchange. So that's fine. She goes, provided you have the receipt and show proof of purchase. How many people keep the receipts? This guy did. So I packaged them up. I had the little cardboard thing. I had it circled, guaranteed for life. I had the receipt. I sent it off. Did I get the socks back? I did. A fresh, spongy pair of socks. So comfortable. They came in the exact same cardboard wraparound that said guaranteed for life. So what was going on here? Are they guaranteed for life or are they not? Because your lady's telling me you don't do that anymore. Your, your little cardboard said it is. Anyway, I had to send the receipt. So if the other, one of the other two, I should have sent a photocopy. If one of the other two get a hole, I'm out of luck. I should have just sent it. So part of me is proud of myself for getting a $24.99 pair of free socks as I kept my receipt. Part of me is mad because the receipt's gone. I have two other pair. It's a conundrum. You're probably going, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing with your life? Sock boy. What are you doing? What has happened to you? This is what you're doing? Socks? My answer is, yeah, what, what else I got to do? What do you want me to do? That's penny saved is a penny earned. It's 25 free bucks. I needed the socks anyway. You know, men don't like to use coupons and shit. I'm glad coupons are like digital now. Back in the day, man, I was cutting those things and taking them to Randall's back in the day because they tripled your coupons. I was poor. But man, it's like, I don't care about the coupon. Charge me, charge me double. I don't care. I just want to go. Guys, I'd like to thank uh, intro music. Brother Joe Freund, my outro music. Brother Mike Flanagan. I'd like to thank my sponsors. Guys, you can sponsor me for a little 99 cents a month. And you know what? My, sp my sponsorship is plummeting. You know, it used to be I could get, you know, 20 bucks a month in tacos out of my sponsorship. Now, oh, it's not that. I think they changed over to the Spotify podcasters. They bought out Anchor. Something happened in the exchange or whatever because they all went away. You'd have to re-sign up. There are people who says, well, I, I re-signed up. It's like, well, that's not showing up. They're not charging you. I don't know how hard they make it. Everything's complicated. Everything's so complicated. Guys, episode 96 next. Pretty soon we'll be getting to 100, and it's going to be a full-fledged celebration. Full-fledged. Until then, see you next time. I'm not mad. I'm just irritated.
I'm not mad Just irritated I'm not mad Just irritated Well, hello. What's happening? Welcome to episode 97. It's the countdown to 100. Yeah, I should have done this episode a long time ago, but uh, man, it's too lazy. Too lazy, man. I don't know what to tell you. Um, I wish I could tell you I was getting up bright and early, which I kind of am, and seizing the day, but I just kind of let the day roll over me. And is that bad? Well, I don't know. I'm getting out and doing stuff, you know? Boy, Will and I, we went to a Rangers playoff game, game three of the division series against the Baltimore Orioles. They won that game and advanced to the American League Championship Series, which they closed out two nights ago and are going to the World Series. Now, the fact that my team is in the World Series makes no sense. They lost 90-some games last year, 102 games the year before that. They just got hot at the right time. So I want to roll with it. They're playing Arizona, not a sexy matchup. I guess the whole country is like, Arizona and Texas? Texas maybe, but Arizona, small market, no one knows their players. Somehow they beat Philadelphia. All right, enough talking about sports ball. But I do do want to tell you about my party the other day. I partied. This is how hard I party. So my buddy E, Super E, Astros fan, so I say, come on over and we'll watch uh, World Series. It was game five. Anyway, um, I said, okay, I'll, I'm going to bring over some beer. Well, I hardly drink at all anymore. I am almost a teetotaler. I don't see the point of sitting around drinking at home and just pounding beers or cocktails. I know people do it. And then I don't see the point of going out and spending, you know, eight bucks on a beer, six bucks on a beer, and twelve dollars on a mixed drink. So as a result of that, I just almost never drink. Occasionally I have a beer if I'm eating Mexican food somewhere or if I'm on vacation. But other than that, it just almost doesn't happen. But I told Ed we were gonna party. He's an Astros fan. I'm a Rangers fan, so you know what I drink now. I've mentioned it. And I can only get it at the dollar store. The Dollar Tree. Up there on the hill in Lago Vista. The only place I've seen, I've not seen this in any beer store, grocery store, liquor store, corner store. I've only seen it at Dollar Tree. A six-pack of Miller High Life in eight-ounce bottles. It's $4. So, on my way to Ed's, stop by the Dollar Tree, bring me my six my six pack of eight ounces. So if you have three of those beers, it's like two regular beers. If you have the whole six pack, you drink four beers. Because it's eight ounce, man. It's all you need. By the time you get to the last couple ounces, it's already starting to warm up. So I brought it in E. It's kind of like, what's that? I go, that's my beer. He goes, well, I have beer. I said, you don't have this. He had some Bud Light. He didn't even drink it. It's when people leave it, abandon the beer, and it just stays in his fridge. I've had them over there occasionally. It's been a while. So I had a, an eight-ouncer, 
And then he, I said, e, you got to try one of my high lifes. And he did. And he enjoyed it. His brother came over. He enjoyed it. I had another eight-ouncer. Next thing you know, the eight-ouncers are gone. We partied our asses off. Us three guys polished off the entire six-pack of eight-ounce beers. That's just a fucking party. Um, oh, gosh. So, buddy of mine, he'll go nameless. He went through a breakup. Long-term thing. I'm not going to get into it. But we've had a lot of discussions, laughs about it. And we, we came to the conclusion that uh, only in the movies does the... Does the grand gesture work? You know, the, where the dude goes out and does this hugely public display or elaborate ruse to get the girl back. I can think of two. You know, you know the John Cusack holding up the jam box, playing Peter Gabriel's In Your Eyes, you know, down to his lady on the second floor. I mean, that's probably the most famous grand gesture in all of cinema. Or the guy, I think it's the movie... Um, New Year's Day where it's kind of a three or four different love stories and Andrew Lincoln, yes, the guy from Walking Dead, he has these cards printed out with all these sayings because he don't want anybody to hear him and she answers the door because I think she's married or got a boyfriend in the other room and doesn't pay any attention to her and he's moving the cards that he meticulously printed out, you know, I love you or whatever. Those absolutely do not work in real life. They just don't. The garage S, as we call it. If you got to pull out a garage S, that girl's going to be repulsed. It's like, ooh, that guy's desperate. Desperate's a stinky cologne. But it works in movies, maybe books. It just doesn't work in real life. There's not a woman. Now, maybe if they're 60, it's like, ooh, he did a grand gesture. When you're in your 20s and 30s, that's repugnant. I'll never forget the time, buddy of mine in college, we kind of had these girls that we liked. We kind of wanted, you know, man, oh, man, if I could just score her to be my girlfriend, she's great. Maybe we went out two or three times. We were just kind of opening the door to see what kind of relationship we might have. We both were talking about it. And we thought, you know, let's send her flowers. We go, man, that's a, <laughs> man, that's a great idea. Let's send her flowers. So we go over to, I'll never forget it, in Denton, Linwood Robertson Floral Shop. Beautiful. Guy who was around for 50 years. Gone now. And we send flowers to these two women. And then we just wait. And we're waiting for them to go, Oh my God, we got the flowers. so gorgeous. You're so sweet. Crickets. Crickets. Not a call. Even acknowledging. I mean, even if they didn't like them, why wouldn't they call? Hey, you know, that was really sweet. Yeah, I got the flowers. But, you know, I'm not interested or whatever. It's just absolute silence. I remember talking to him. It's like, did you hear it? He goes, oh, she ignored it. I go, yeah. So I finally, a few weeks later, never saw the girl again. I don't think he did either. But a few weeks later, I ran into that girl's roommate. You know, we were in college, running around. And I go, what happened? She goes, yeah, it freaked her out. That's not even a grand gesture. When you get married, you're almost expected to do it. That's why guys hate giving flowers. Because in the past, a few times they've tried it, they're schmucks. Nobody wants the girl. If a girl sent me flowers in college, I don't think I'd have dug it. I'd have think, what, what the hell's going on here? 
She must be desperate. I'm thinking, if she's sending me flowers, I won't even send me flowers. Barely handle being in the same room with my, <laughs> myself. No, that's not true. I enjoy my own company immensely. More than I should. But yeah, if some girl sent me flowers, it would have freaked me. I remember one time, I was living in an apartment, and I got sick with a cold, you know, I had a fever, chills, you know, I don't know what it was, some virus back then. And I remember this girl, I was saying she was cute as can be, just cute, smoking hot body, sweet, smart, everything, just why I wasn't like super into it, I don't know, but here's what happened. I got sick and she goes, hey, what are you doing? I was like, hey, I'm sick. You know what she did? She goes, well, can I bring you something? I go, no, 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 no. I didn't want her coming over and bringing me. The thought of her bringing me something, she goes, well, I can make, make you some soup and bring it over. She offered to bring me soup. Soup. I don't think my wife would bring me soup. Well, she would if I asked. But I don't know if she'd offer. Maybe. I'm not ruling it out, but this was a college girl offering to bring me soup. Warm, tasty, delicious soup. And it freaked me out. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. I thought, what kind of nut offers to bring someone soup? I never talked to her again. And that was not a grand gesture. That was a minuscule gesture. A human being gesture. Let me bring you some soup. That's really great. Thanks. I couldn't even do it. It's like, I'm not calling her again. She offered to bring me soup. Anyway, what kind of sick, diseased human was I back then? So it leads me to... to, to, to think that, you know, I probably met a lot of really nice, sweet girls that I did not give the time of day for some stupid reason like the soup. And I'm sure girls do the same thing. You know, looking back, it's like, yeah, he was a nice guy, but you know what? He didn't have a tattoo and ride a motorcycle. He didn't have cool beard, you know? He had a little, you know, he, he was overweight by seven pounds, you know, whatever. They just dismiss us because we're too nice. And I think that's why girls kind of liked me when I was young. I didn't give a shit. I, I didn't care. Anyway, the grand gesture cannot work. So I, I, I tell you this. If you have ever, and this is to the dudes. I can't imagine a woman doing it, but maybe. Hey, if you have ever done a grand gesture, whether it worked or not, email me, please. Bflanagan at Gmail. Spell my name right. B is in Bill, Flanagan at gmail.com. If you've ever done a grand gesture, and I'd like to know what happened in real life. I'm not talking about some weird bullshit that you did to ask some girl to prom, some promposal or some marriage proposal. I'm not even talking about that. I, I think that's all horse shit. But if you did a grand gesture to get a girl back, or maybe y'all were fighting and you had to do a grand gesture, I want to hear, I want to hear about it. I'll put you on the podcast. We'll talk about it. All right. Guess what? It's that time for a segment where I give thanks to an item that, you know, should be higher, higher appreciated, more appreciated, not higher, whatever. Thank God for. Let's get to it. 